Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Oh man. All right. Well, hey, we're going to. Welcome. It's Easter Sunday. <laughs> oh man. I don't, I don't really need an occasion. To, to gather and, and talk about Jesus with my friends, but um, but we get one anyway, huh? Come on, thanks, Chris. Good morning. Jesus, 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 man, that was really good worship. It's amazing. This is like how many people we have on a normal Sunday, and it's only half of you. The other half was this morning. That's mind-blowing. Um, if this is your first time here, welcome. We love you guys a lot. Um, yeah. We get to meet in a nightclub. That's pretty cool. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Father. Where are we going? I kind of know, and, and, and I, I had a plan, and I have plans, but... I like your plans. Oh, you know, it's fun. We had a fun morning. We started extra early this morning, and, um, you know, it doesn't matter how early God still likes to move and show off. Um, one of our, 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 we have an intern here, Rhea. She's amazing. She had, a, had a, uh, an ankle brace on her ankle, and she was just walking down the, down the aisle back there, setting everything up with us. And if you're at our church and you have a brace on your knee or your ankle, just get ready. You are a target of God's love. And, and my guess is someone here will ask uh, if, if God wants to heal that. And he does. And so somebody stopped her and said, hey, can I pray for that ankle? She said, well, yeah, sure. She's been, it's been hurt for, for a, a few weeks now. And, um, in that moment, God completely healed the ankle. She took the brace off and is moving it around. And it was, it was the funnest thing. I mean, come on. She kept saying, I'm, I'm just waiting for, for the pain to come back. And <laughs> sometimes they're like, we're not used to having miracles happen to us. And I, I just thought that was beautiful. God's moving already today. We've had people get healed in the first service, raising their hands for healing. We're going to go after healing a little later. I just thought what a great way to celebrate Easter um, with uh, moving in, this, in the actual power that he bought and paid for. Thank you, Father. Um, yeah, I had a fun... Um, I'll share this quick testimony before I dive in. Um, this, might, this might connect with a few of us. I, let me just put it this way. We have a room full of hungry people. For some reason, this church attracts um, people that have are, are, are decided that they're going to go after God with all their heart and all their strength. And so I was just even thinking about during our worship, I'm like, wow, this, this, this might be awkward if, if you weren't really wanting all of God inside of you. Um, but we just attract people for some reason that are, um, I've just decided that this is, this is what I'm going after. And I love that. I love being surrounded by burning people that just want to get, just want to know the Lord. Um, so I, I, lately I've been asking God, like, God, I want to I see more people um, uh, healed. I want to I I pray for more people. I want to give more um, words for them outside of a Sunday morning. And I've been, I don't know if you guys ever prayed that. Like, I don't, I don't just want to do it in a home group, in a church service. I actually want to do this stuff outside of the walls of a nightclub, right? <laughs> church. And, and, so, and, and so I've just been asking God, God, I want to see more of that. 
Um, there's seasons when I see a lot of it, and there's seasons where I don't. And I'll be real, like, I, I understand seasons, but I, I want it to be normal. And so I just started asking God, would you show me people and, and show me, show, point people out to me? And, and I was a little discouraged because I wasn't seeing a lot. And then, and then just the other day, I, I was, didn't stop asking him. And I was at, at uh, Portola Coffee, yummy coffee, great place to encounter God. And I was in line waiting um, for coffee. And there's this gentleman in a, in a, in a sweatsuit um, with a little dog. I think it's an bull, English bulldog, a very round dog. And I just commented on his round dog and, and just chat with them a little bit. And then that was it. And we left. And, and as I'm leaving, um, as I'm leaving the, my, my appointment uh, about 20 minutes later, I see the guy in front of me. And so I, I hear that as, I'm, as he's leaving, I'm over here. and He's going that way. And I'm like, well. And I hear the words um, uh, entertainment industry. And, and I'm thinking I'm, I'm making that up. Any of you guys ever had that happen? Cool. I'm not alone. And, and, and I just thought, oh, that's probably not it. And then I had this thought. Jesse, you've been asking for this. Yes. <laughs> I know, you, you've, you've actually asked him for these exact moments. <laughs> and, uh, I'm having this discussion in my mind. Yeah, but it's when he speaks to me. That's, I've been asking for him to talk to me. I probably made that up. <laughs> and so I, uh, I just said, you know, you know, I did ask for this, and I'm just going to take a risk. I'm just going to pretend, I'm going to believe that this is him speaking to me. And so I just... I abandoned my direction and went God's direction because he was going that way and that's where God was going. And so I, uh, I went and followed this guy out the door in a very non-stalking sort of way. <laughs> and he had a dog, right? I can, I can. And so I was like, hey, hey, man. And he goes, he turns to me and says, oh, hey. And I said, you know, are you in the entertainment industry? And he looks at me and says, um, no, I'm not really. I'm like, oh. Moment of truth, right? What are you going to do? <laughs> so I smiled really big, and he goes, and he goes what, why do you ask? And I said, oh, well, <laughs> so, sometimes God loves people so much that he speaks to me for them. And I was going to, and, and I felt like that's what he was telling me, that, that you were in the, and he goes, oh, you know, you sound just like my wife. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And so I start chatting with him a little bit, and he starts telling about his wife, and she goes to this church, but he's not a Christian, but she is. And, um, and he starts telling me, and, and, and I, he starts talking a little about other stuff. And, and then I got this impression that I got right before I, I went up to him, of the, like this, just the words tightening, tightening up. And I didn't know what it meant, because I'm, I'm, I'm not a mind reader, so I'm asking God, what does this mean? And, and so I, 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 I tell him, hey, by the way, um, I, I felt like, too, I felt God said something else for you. And he goes, oh. And I'm like, I felt like he said there's some kind of a, there's like, there's a tightening up in your life. And I, and I, and I started seeing what it meant in my mind. And just, just letting you know my process, if you guys ever, if this helps anybody. And I, and I, started, and I started seeing really what, 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 how it would make sense to him, right? Because that's the point. It needs to make sense to him. And so I started saying, hey, and I, and I felt like there's, there's things in your life that are going to start being really nailed down and made into, into order. And I thought, like, and, I, and there's going to be a, a great, um, actually, I told him, I said, that you're actually going to start getting deals in the entertainment industry. And I see you in business in the entertainment industry. And he says, well, I'm actually in the music industry. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, you could just said at the beginning. And he, and he, and he laughed. But, but he's like, he starts telling me, he says, dude, I've got goosebumps all over my arms. Like, this is, this is incredible. And I start telling you, God loves you. He sees you and he knows you and he's after you. And he goes, 
you sound just like my wife. <laughs> and so, you know, he asked me for, for our church card and stuff. And anyway, it was, it was fun. It was great. Um, I just got to release the love of God over him. And that was really it. I just said, man, I love you, man. God loves you. Have a blessed day. Happy Easter, whatever. And so it was just fun. And I walked away going, yes. I said, yes, God. <laughs> I, I decided to believe. <laughs> um, so that I just... I, I just want to share that. I just felt like that was for a few of us in here that have been asking God for stuff. And, and maybe, maybe you've gone weeks without seeing something happen. Keep asking. Keep asking. He, he is such a good dad. He is such a good dad. Um, yeah, gosh. <laughs> Goodness of God. That's, that's the message I love to preach. Um, amen, amen. Jesus. Let's pray for a second before I dive in here. It's been, a, it's been a wild day already. You guys don't get the benefit of having the whole first service to get blasted by God. You guys are catching up. Um, Father, thank you for today. Huh. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence, God. Yeah, speak to us, Papa. Speak to us. You're really good at this, God. You're really good at this, God. Thank you, Father, that you've brought these people here. That they're here for a reason, God. That they're here because you're here. Yeah. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start in Mark 16. Phew. I feel like I'm around friends. It's just, that's why we did this church. You know that? We didn't start a church because we needed one. We started a church because we wanted to be around our friends. We wanted, we wanted to make new friends. And we wanted our friends to be filled and to go pop, just to go share the gospel. And so this was the best idea that we had. So, um, so God, it might have been God's idea. I don't know. But he liked it too. And so we're doing this. Um, Jesus. Uh, I'm going to start, it's funny, Nicole was, was reading this earlier and we, we didn't really plan this, but I, I'm going to read from Mark 16, just read a little bit about the resurrection and share a little bit about that. Uh, verse 1, chapter 16 of Mark, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene the Mary, uh, and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought, brought, bought spices so that they might come and anoint him. Very early on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb where the sun had risen. They were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, although it was extremely large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right, wearing a white robe, and they were amazed. So picture this. These are the women that uh, when Jesus was crucified, he actually prophesied before, during the, uh, before he ever was, uh, you know, uh, before that day happened, he was eating with his disciples and basically told his disciples, you're all going to leave me. And, and Peter, of course, said, no, no, I, I, I will never leave you, right? He says, I, I will not leave you. I am there for you. And, he's, and, and then we know the, a little bit more of that. I'll get to that. So, but we're sitting at the cross and everybody had gone except for these women that had stayed there. And so these are the women that came back um, and found, found him at the tomb with these spices and stuff. 
And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right wearing a white robe, and they were amazed. And he said to them, do not be amazed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who has been crucified. He has risen. He is not here. <laughs> I didn't grow up Christian, so this whole he is risen, he is risen indeed was really new to me. <laughs> And so I just, I love it. I, it's fun to me. I just like, it. Yeah, it's risen indeed. Yeah, I know that now. And it's just fun. I, I love us. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> he is not here. Behold, here is the place where they laid him. And then he says this. He says, but go and tell his disciples and Peter. And Peter. When I read that, I'm, I recognize that Peter is not co-located with the rest of the disciples. Right? Otherwise, he would say, just go tell your disciples. But this guy, angel, says, go tell your disciples and Peter. It's funny that Peter isn't with his disciples. And Peter is the one that's, I thought this was a really neat point to bring up. Because I, I feel like the very person that said, I will never leave you. Right? I will be with you, is the very person that denied him three times that night, probably within a couple hours. And, and, I, and it's, it, I, love that, I love that God isn't offend, offended. He's not afraid. He's not like, go tell his disciples, and I'll talk to Peter later, <laughs> right? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure our relationship out later. He says, go tell my disciples and Peter. And the fact that, the fact is that later on we find out in the book of Acts that Peter is actually the one that Jesus builds the whole church on, right? Peter, you are a rock and on my church I will build, and it's on you I will build my church. And so even the greatest leader in the church at that time had denied Jesus, had, had made some pretty big mistakes. And I, I just love that this is in the Bible. I love it's in the Bible. It says, but go tell his disciples and Peter. He is going ahead of you to, to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. They went out and fled from the tomb for trembling and astonishment had gripped them and they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. Um, yeah. You know, I love, I, lo I, love, I love the resurrection, not because it's Easter or, or anything like that. I love the resurrection. I love the picture that Christ painted for us, that on the cross, he bought and paid for all of our mistakes, all of our shame, all of our condemnation, all of the, 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 the stuff that was holding us back from love. Jesus died. I love what Chris preached um, last week. It was, it was really good. So if you can, get the message. Not many people talk about this. But that Jesus, God didn't kill Jesus. We did. It actually says it in the Bible. The Jews crucified him. They, we, we killed him. He had to die, but God didn't kill him. But God, in his love, and, 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 and because he couldn't be away from us, allowed his son to take on, take on all the sins of the world, allowed him to basically do away with everything that separated us from life with God. See, before that, we had life without God. After that, we had life with God. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Chris. <laughs> I love Chris's wows. 
<laughs> oh, man. I'm in love with this team of people that are leading this church. There's a, there's a verse I'm just thinking about right now. So I, I wasn't playing this, but I want to read it because it's God. It's in Colossians. And it wasn't. There you are. There we go. This is good. So Colossians 1, 13. It's for he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us. Everybody say transferred. 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 Let's think about that word. I, I didn't look up the Hebrew word. I wasn't prepared for this. Or it'd be Greek, I guess. Transferred. Transferred from one place to another. That's transferred. Get that picture. Ready? For he rescued us from the domain of darkness... Apparently, we had to be rescued. This just says we we were rescued, right? That's offensive sometimes. What do you mean rescued? I was doing fine. (laughs) The world thinks they're doing fine. I thought I was doing fine. If I were to tell you my testimony, I would have been like, you know, I was a a fine kid. I was fine. I I wasn't doing drugs. I didn't drink much. It wasn't until after I became a Christian I had my first alcohol. It's like, I mean, I was doing fine. I have friends. It says he rescued me from the domain of darkness. I had no idea I was in darkness. (laughs) You know, if you're in a dark room all your life, you don't know there's anything else. That's a really good word. All right. I had no idea I needed a savior. And he transferred us, transferred, there's that word, he transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. This is a great verse. It's two verses. He rescued us from darkness. This is one of the reasons why if we don't preach the gospel, people aren't gonna know they're in darkness. This is why that we actually don't live a life of light. A live a life of life, of abundant life. People don't look around and look at each other and say, you're fine. Well, you're fine. No, you're fine. We weren't fine. We were rescued. We just didn't know we needed rescuing. You know, when I got saved, the way I got saved wasn't through really, I mean, I got saved through Young Life. Amen, hallelujah, Young Life. We bless you, Young Life. It's a high school ministry. Now we share an office with Young Life. How about that for Jesus, right? Come on. I got saved by looking at the mountains and thinking, that is amazing. That's not chance. That is not an accident that those mountains look as good as they do. See, I saw beauty. I saw life. I saw, I saw... The Bible says, I don't know exactly where it's at, but it says that, that, crea- that, 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 that there's no excuse for not knowing God because all the creation is preaching. And, and so like, I, I looked at creation, I saw life. Now granted, I saw the lives of the people that were loving me, my young life leaders, the people that were trying to you know, share the Jesus. But I saw nature and I knew there was a God, right? That's the call in our lives. Listen, you don't have to tell people that they're in the entertainment industry everywhere you go. You don't have to preach every day but you have to live a life where people look at you and they say, that's not an accident. Where they look at you and say, Chris, that's, that's not an accident that you are the way you are. Say, so, God, it's not an accident. 
It's not an accident. I see you. There's got to be something there. I think I need rescuing. <laughs> they don't say that, but, but that's, that's our heart is to let them know. We love them so much that they're, they're literally, they're, they're captivated by the light. And that's what you guys are. Kevin, you're the light. You just are. We're the light. We're the light bearers. See, on the cross, he took care of everything that kept us in the darkness. And in, in, and in this grave, this empty tomb, he, he sprang out of this empty tomb. I don't know if maybe he walked, he sprang, he flew. I don't know what Jesus does. But he came out of this empty tomb, and, and in that moment, he transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. And then he shows up and says, I am here to give you the Holy Spirit. And then, and then in Mark, Jesus, come on. And then, and then, and then in Mark, verse, verse, uh, verse 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. I feel like I'm doing a call for salvation right now, but, but this is good. This is the gospel. Thank you, Father, for Easter. Yeah. See, the, the, the normal, powerful Christian life is rooted and grounded in this moment. Everything happens because of this moment. When I, when, I was, uh, when I was a Christian and, and I got saved around 18 and then, you know, it took me about five years to read the Bible or so. So I'm sure you guys are way ahead of me in that, point, in that respect. But it took me a while to really understand what it was like to be a Christian. And as a Christian walking around not knowing what I was doing, I saw crosses on people's necks and all that stuff. And I, I, I didn't see any power in that stuff. None at all. It literally just meant nothing to me. And then I started learning about the cross. And I started learning what Romans says about resurrection and, and being co-crucified in Christ. And I, I, I've, I've like been turned into this person that can't get away from the cross. I can't get away from what was done in those three days. And I, as much as, I, and, and, and now we, we kind of have our own church, right? This is your church. We have our own church. If you didn't know that it's your church, you got your own church. And, and, and now we get to actually like think about this stuff. Well, wh- how does this change our life? How, does, how, how do I live a, a Christian life that's radically different than the rest of the world? How do I live a Christian life that, that reminds people that they're in darkness? Not by preaching darkness and brimstone and fire and turn or burn and all the weird stuff that's out there. But how do I live a life that's, that, that's powerful and full of, of life? And it starts in this moment. It starts in the cross. And there's so much joy in the cross. Because I'm going to read Romans, a little bit of Romans to you. Romans 6, it, it, it says, there's <laughs> some happy people. It says, for, it says, for if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death. I'll back up. Ha <laughs> Verse three, or do you know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death so that as Christ was raised from the dead 
through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. Listen, this isn't just a day to celebrate Jesus. This is a day to celebrate your life in Jesus. This is a, this is a day to remember who's in us, who, what are we alive for? If we just celebrate Jesus on Sundays, on, on Easter Sunday, we're missing the purpose. We honor and we, we remember Jesus. We give honor to this, this man that died and rose again because if you don't, you've got no strength in you. If you just celebrate yourself, well, you've missed it. You've got to, you've got to go deeper. You've got to celebrate the person that made you who you are. So for if, and then verse, now I'm reading on, verse five, if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death. So think about this, like, right, this is, this is kind of Christianity 101, forgive me. When, you, when he was crucified, he, cru it says we are co-crucified with him. Everybody say co-crucified. Co say I died with him. On Friday, he was crucified. We were up there with him. All of our sins, all of our old nature was on the cross with him. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, he, he, he's gone. He rose again. He, we rose with him, right? That's what it's saying. We left that tomb with him. Um, for if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old self, everybody say my old self, was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died is free from sin. It says that knowing that our old self was crucified. This is great. Your ability to walk out in victory every day, your ability to walk out in joy is, is utterly and completely irrevocably tied to this event. Some people think it's tied to their ability to read their Bible. That my victory is based on whether I pray enough. That my victory is based on whether I've done enough good in the world. Your victory in life of, of, of freedom from sin, freedom from fear, freedom, freedom into joy, freedom into gladness. Your level of joy in your life is tied to this event. Listen, we can't get away from this event. Wear more jewelry with crosses on it if, if you have to. Like, <laughs> whatever it takes to, to, to let it sink in. The Christian life is about, under, is about knowing what happened on the cross. But, but I don't want to know about an event. I want to know about the man behind the event. Because an event happened, and we can read about an event. But Jesus could, didn't, need the Bible, didn't need all these words in the Bible. And he doesn't need to speak to us if we just need to learn about an event. But he thought it was really important that we learn about him. Because when you learn about who he is, the resurrected Christ, you learn about who you are. Because because in him, you have your, your being. In him, you have your joy. In him, you have your victory. And so this is why, this is, this is why I, people come up to me and, and hmm. huh, 
I need to be careful. Okay, so <laughs> this is why sometimes it's okay just to get prayer for things. But sometimes you, you, we just need help learning how to walk this out. Does that make sense? So sometimes, not every time, guys, but sometimes they'll say, hey, brother, would you pray for me? I'm having this trial is kicking my bottom. And I'll pray for them. I will, because I just, I just want to love them well. But sometimes, sometimes I have to like sit with them for a few minutes. And I have to look him in the eyes and say, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Do you, do you know who's in you? Because the victory of, the, your, your victory in trials, in life, your joy level, your confidence level will, is, is irrevocably, unconditionally tied to this event. And, and if you forget what this event is about, you will go on and, and move past it. We'll start preaching sermons that have nothing to do with the cross. And we'll, pre we'll, we'll preach about, about um, prosperity, which I love prosperity. We're supposed to prosper. We'll, ple we'll preach about, about dreams and, 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 our, um, and our, our careers and where we're going, which I love that too. But your best career is tied to this event. Your greatest moment of victory in your life, I don't know what that is for you, is tied to that one event. The smallest decisions you make to the biggest decisions are tied to this event. Does that mean I have to like reread the scripture every time I want to make a decision? No. That would be weird. We'd be a bunch of people walking around with scripture in front of us. But it has to be in you. It has to, it has to change you. It has to, the, 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 the understanding of what Christ did, uh, that, that he killed you, that your old self is gone, gone. That your new self is here to stay. And it's not complicated. Praise the Lord, it's not complicated. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I would be really nervous if I had to explain to someone that doesn't know Jesus if it was complicated. I'd be like, you don't know God? Hold on a second. Let me get my notes. <laughs> and I'd have to go through all the different scriptures Listen, it's not complicated. Jesus died and he took you with him. He rescued you from everything that you fear right now, from every, every areas of shame, every area of depression, every area of lack of confidence in who you are. He rescued you and he delivered you, transferred you into the kingdom of light. And that's the normal Christian life, guys. That's the normal Christian life, that we walk in light that we walk in confidence. I, I, I prayed with someone last week, and, and it was really good. I prayed, and, and, and this amazing woman was just like, I'm just, I don't know where to do next. I don't know what door to go to and, and what my next season is. And, and, I, and, and we, as we were talking, I recognized that she hears from God. Like, she's like, yeah, I, I just felt like this is what I was, as you said that, God told me about my father this. I'm like, oh, so you hear from God. She's like, oh, yeah. And so I said this to her, and here in my heart, I said, I said, oh, you hear from what? She's like, yeah. Said, so stop it. Stop doubting yourself. You hear from God? Yeah, I do. Stop doubting yourself. Have confidence in who he's made you to be. Yes, you have a question of what door to go through. Yes, you have a question of what I'm going to do. And yes, we have lots of questions. But, but your ability to walk through this uncertainty is, is, is seated in this moment where Christ rose from the dead and put the strength and the power and the authority in you. 
So walk through these questioned places. Walk through the, the, the uncertainties and the trials with, with, with a knowledge that he's in you and that he's so good that it's impossible for you to miss it. It's impossible for you to miss it. It's impossible for you to miss it. Listen, is he that good? Is God better than you think he is? Is he kinder than you've ever imagined? How do we know this? Because he, he did the unthinkable in that moment. He, nobody could believe what happened on that day. And he did it. And afterwards, they're just like, oh my gosh, is this really true? Listen, he is that good. He killed you. He's so good. He did away with all the old thinking, all the old beliefs, all the fears, all the uncertainties. When you question, I don't know what to do. Think, think this through. Think, God, you know what to do. And you're in me. And I am in you. And I will know what to do. And you can ask your friends and you can have them encourage you. And, and, and she was like, she, I'm like, I'm like, listen, sometimes we need someone to remind us who we are. She's like, yeah, that was good. All right, I'll just, I'll just, I'll know. And, and I gave her a word that, that, that really created some peace around it. But I didn't, I didn't give her any solutions because she's got the solution. And you guys have the solution. Your victory in this life is tied to this incredible thing where you rose from the dead. And so the, the only thing left to do in this Christian life <laughs> is just look at him. Is just look at him. Look, stare deeply into his eyes. Just turn your eyes upon Jesus. <laughs> look full into his wonderful face. And the things of this world will grow faintly dim. It'll just drift away and you'll wonder what trials you had. And you'll wonder what depression felt like. And you'll wonder what fear felt like. Can we just stand? I wanna, I wanna end this and we did this first service and I liked it so much, I wanna do it again. This isn't about a doctrine, this is about a relationship. This is just about a relationship with God. It's a relationship with the man that chose to take you with him. Thank you, Father. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.